What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert. As always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. This is the 79th episode of BWB. Lyndon, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Fine, uh, uh, if we would have did this pod yesterday, I, you, I would not have been a happy camper because been busy all week, man. Booked and busy. This weekend was lit. Shout out to everybody. If you listen to this pod and you were at Mississippi uh, Anime Fest, shout out to you, man, because you guys came out to the panel, had a really good time with Krissa. And with that being said, this weekend, the bros who binge boys will be at Louisiana Comic Con in Lafayette. All the peeps who listen in Lafayette, slide through. My guy G, a.k.a. Graylin Thibodeau, if you're listening to this, you slide through, my brother. We, we fuck with you. We know you like the pod. Anybody else in Lafayette, shout out to GG, art dealer. Slide through. Not only will we bros who binge be doing a pod, but Anime Talk will be doing a live pod as well. So it's going to be super fun time at the Cajun Dome. Also, I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to talk to Kevin Conroy, bro. bro. Get him on the pod. <laughs> Yeah, I want to. I want to talk to Kevin Conroy, man. I mean, he's a legend. Yeah, facts. A goat. Like, oh, yo, low key. I would. This is just like some insider baseball, and like they got they got coffee talking, Lynn. So like, I'm just rambling. But like, if we got Kevin, if we got Kevin Conroy on the pod, I'd probably cry like in my spare time. When you would just go home and while you're editing this, just tears. <laughs> yeah, bro. You 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 think you you're joking? But like. Dead ass. <laughs> I would literally edit it and be, just cry. My girlfriend would be like, "Why are you crying?" I'd be like, "Shut up, <laughs> just shut up." Jeez. You don't, even, you don't even understand. Because without Kevin Conroy, I wouldn't be doing any of this shit, any of it. Like well, I have to. Batman I, the animated series was the only the nerddom thing that you would have ever. No, but without with. without Batman the animated series, I don't know if I if I go down the nerd path I went down. And thus, getting us to to doing this pod, like yeah, you'd probably be you'd probably be a Marvel stand, or I'd be like a sports. <laughs> I'd be I'd be like just in the sports, heavy sports, like I am. Nah, man, you'd be like, oh, dude, like Marvel is way better than DC. Like the villains for DC <laughs> are lame. That's what that would be you. You'd be like that Joker movie wasn't even good. Good. Oh gosh, that'd be so lame. <laughs> gotta gotta tribute Kevin Conroy though. Uh, but yeah, so Kevin Conroy will be there, but we'll be talking about comic book movies. Yeah. Um, we'll don't give doing... them don't give them all the sauce. Don't give them all the sauce. Well, I just want to let them know what the what we'll be talking about at least. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tell them. Yeah. So, you can give them the topic. That's cool. So yeah, that, that's what we'll be talking about. So come with your own lists if you want. You can challenge yours, and maybe afterwards we can talk about it and debate. But it'd be great we'll to have some people come out there. We'll have a uh, we'll have a question and answer session because like that's me, me and Chris will do that after like we give our list, and then like people will be like, yeah, I don't know if I like your list. Like yo, Schubert, I I was dying, bro. I don't know if you saw my IG with the little kid where I was like, gang, gang, yo, those, yeah, those kids were fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> like if they listened, to the, they were made. They asked, they were like. Look, y'all lists are amazing, but the fact that y'all didn't say any of these Dragon Ball Z fights, we have problems with this. And I was like, whoa! So whoa. People, yeah, I had to get on my shit. I was like, I was like, all right, I acknowledge half of y'all's claims, but the other half, I don't acknowledge. <laughs> and I, and here's why. And then we got in a good debate, and they were so happy after. They were like, they wanted to take pics. It was, it was dope, man. A good time all around. Again, shout out to Mississippi. Shout out to the guys who came after to talk to us about my hero shout out to the uh the the, uh, the dude who has his own pod 
uh, I forget the name of your pod, but shout out to you, brother. You were you had the Hunter Hunter shirt on. Shout out to the to the uh, guy who kept asking questions in the back about uh the um, does philosophies to fight matter. Shout out to the dude who asked me an Avatar question. Avatar last Airbender. Shout out to just everybody who came. What was the Avatar question? He was like, um, oh man, he was like, okay, do you buy the Zuko's decision at the end, and do you think it was worth while him? leaving his father and his sister to take on his uncle's teachings and do you think that was the right choice yeah and i and, I, and he we just had a discussion about it and i was like i, I th- and he was like when do you think the the change was actually real and i was like i think it was when he met the dragons like when he did the fire bre- when he learned like what real fire bending was and i think that's when all of his uncle's lessons like kind of clicked in his head and he was like whoa yeah. there's more to this than just like hatred and like lusting for power and he's like uncle was right and that that's that was, that was a great conversation me and that dude had so shout out to shout out to him shout out to like like i said i'm excited for louisiana comic-con booked and busy but uh schubert man we got a lot to discuss this week i'm excited we, sure we gave like a little tease on the bros who think podcast but for our fans we're ready to go man i'm ready i'm ready whenever you are all right i'm ready so let's get started Yeah, so we talked about it on Bros Who Think, uh, but the Batmobile was released on Twitter by Matt Reeves. Um, Not only did we get to see this new look of the Batmobile, um, but we also got to see the full bat suit worn by Robert Pattinson. So it was a really cool image. Well, it doesn't matter if it's him or not. That's what the bat suit's going to look like. Okay, 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 okay. I got you. No, I'm a fan, man. Look. I love how this Bat- Batmobile looks. It's it it looks pretty damn dope. This is literally a Batman that is like a couple two years max into this, and like he's figuring it out. He like th- if you watched Mask of the Phantasm when they show the flashbacks of Batman, um, when he's looking at his car in the in the future thing, or when he's putting on like his robber mask to stop crime, it just gives me vibes of like, all right, we're building this up. And seeing Selena, uh, seeing Zoe Kravitz's haircut all over Instagram just is like, bravo, girl. We're going, we're like, yo, they're going for it, and I'm with it. I am with it 100. And this Batmobile just confirms it. And if you look at the back pictures, we're still gonna have the the uh. The, the turbo booster because the, the engine has like a little like a, a little pocket coming out of it and it has like a little circle thing so we we might may, batman might have to push the red button and we get like a little turbo booster i'm cool with it i, I dig it 100 yeah i mean it does look a little death race but it is like an enhanced muscle car which is really cool it's definitely not uh, a fully custom vehicle which is what we've seen in all the previous batman movies so that makes this really unique and interesting um, and I think it makes it a little less comic booky in a sense, you know, where let me, this, let this me makes argue it way that. more grounded. Let me but I mean, like, that. I'm just saying, like, not like a J- Joel Schumacher can't be oh, comic booky. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no I'm for saying. sure. This where, shows Matt Reeves' influences 150%. This shows that Matt Reeves was reading comics in the 70s and 80s, back when Batman had a muscle car, sports cars, the Batmobile, and would just paint the Bat logo on it. And when you and when Jeffrey Wright did an interview, and mind you, his his Gordon mustache looks incredible. But he did an interview, and um, he basically was talking about how him and Matt Reeves discovered Batman before they started reading the comics, which makes sense in the seventies and eighties. Thus, this Batmobile. But also, what I'm about to say, they were huge Adam West fans, and 
It has it has uh, cues from that mo- Batmobile. The leather stitching in Matt Reeves' mask has cues from that. It just yeah. I, I see Matt Reeves' influences and I and I applaud him because he's a he's a real Batman fan. And that's what you need for these sorts of things. I think everyone's kind of really bought in now to getting someone who appreciates the the property and to be the one spearheading yes. projects like this. And he's so. really like showing his love for the Lord more so than like let me not and this is no shade on uh any Batman that's come before because I love I love Ben Affleck's Batman. I did. Uh, I loved Christian Bale. Like don't even get me started. But a lot of those movies took cues from The Dark Knight Returns. I mean the uh, the, the yeah, The Dark Knight Returns, the uh, Rises. Or The Dark Knight Rises, excuse me. The Dark Knight Rises. Uh no, wait, no, 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 bro. You got me fucked up right now cuz Are you talking are you talking about a different thing? Yeah, yeah, no. You got me no, 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 wait, no, no, hold, no, on, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, yeah. Like, yeah, not, you're talking about you're talking about an animated People are about comic. To, people are going to take my damn uh Take my damn comic book card. But yeah, no, The Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. A lot of influences from that. A lot of influences from like 90s to early 2000s Batman. It's dope seeing him go back. And I'm not saying that he's not going to take influences from a lot of the 90s shit. Because obviously he took influence from Long Halloween, which is Jeff Loeb. And that's like, I believe that's, uh, I believe that's early 90s. Ah, I could be mistaken. Yeah, 90s. Oh, mid 90s, 96, 97. So, it it just shows he's taking influences from not just one period of Batman, but a myriad of eras of Batman. Yeah, I mean, I think that Matt Reeves definitely has this in good hands, and I'm really excited to see what he's going to do. Um, it just you makes know, me so sad. We have a whole... Schubert, do you realize we have a year? Yeah. They, they, they got to give us something at Comic-Con. Like, I'm sure they will. Over under 65%, we get a trade. Uh, let me not say... Tra- Teaser, yeah, teaser, and I then think we can... we'll see like a shot scene. You know, they definitely are gonna have some cut scenes. Like we'll probably see him like in a thirty second scene <laughs> of him like creeping around or something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna lose my shit. And then I, 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 all right, I'm with you. I think, I think, oh, I'll take the over of the sixty five percent. I think we will get something at Comic Con now. I don't think we're gonna get a trailer. I think we get a full trailer come CCXP if coronavirus doesn't stop it. But you know what I mean? Like, that's what they did with Wonder Woman. And Matt Reeves said he would be back with CCXP next year and bring the Batman. So, like, shit. Is DC trying to just run, take over the Brazil Comic Con? I dig it. Like, I'm with it. Let's go. Shit. I'll take the trailer there. And now I do think we might get James Gunn's trailer uh, at Comic Con because we're getting one. Yeah, I mean, they finished that. That's yeah, that's done. Like, we're getting one or the other. So, I and I and I think we'll get a sneak peek at the Batman. Comic Con will get some exclusive footage, and then we'll get a trailer for uh, James Gunn. But that doesn't come out till next year, huh? Hmm. Man, they already finished it. Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, no, that comes out next year. I think that comes out. But that comes out earlier than. Let me see. I thought it was late. I see. I thought it was December of twenty twenty one or something like that. I thought it was after the Batman too. Oh man, let me see. Hold on, I'm pulling up a, a little. All right, but like while you're talking about that, I this weekend got a chance to check out Good Time. You've seen that, right? Yeah, man. You know I did. Yeah. So Good Time, really good film. Robert Pattinson definitely puts in work in that movie. So, shows his range. Shows his range. So definitely check that out on on the flicks if you get a chance. Oh yeah, Suicide Squad drops August sixth, so it comes out after the Batman. That's what I'm saying. Like, and it's already wrapped. Like I'm sure there's gonna be reshoots. 
Maybe. I don't know. James Gunn might be confident, bro. Like, you know, I don't know, man. I'm excited. Look, and then and then we cap off the year with Black Adam. That's the one that I'm worried about the most right now. Like, is that thing even shooting? I, I just know the rock's working out. <laughs> like, I, I like I feel like they're opening up this time frame for Suicide Squad, too, because, like, what if Matt Reeves is like, okay, well, I want to do, like, this, this, this in the future. And he's like, okay, well, James Gunn, I need you to, like, make sure that this is, like, set in place, you know, stuff well, like that. I mean, look, Matt Reeves has James Gunn's script. James Gunn has said that. James Gunn said oh. they both have each other's script. And, like, they, cool. know, they know what's going on. I, honestly, bro, I feel like the future of DC is between Reeves, Gunn, of course, Patty J is going to still be involved with Wonder Woman, of course. But, like, Matt, Matt Reeves and Gunn seem like the spearheads of all this. I'm, and Juan's going to be in there in the mix. But Juan's doing, like, other horror shit everywhere. Like, he'll do Aquaman when, when time comes. But like, And we have the it director doing Flash, huh? Yeah, and Muschietti, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm excited, man. The future looks good. And everything I see from this Batman, I'm just ready for. I, honestly, I want Matt Reeves to drop a little character video for Selena Kyle. Because, like, I'm... I'm really excited to see Zoe Kravitz, especially after watching High Fidelity on Hulu. Me and my girlfriend watched that. I really, I really liked it. Like, I was a fan. All right. Well, that's another plug for another show. Yeah, you know. So, look, shout out to shout out to Zoe, shout out to Zoe K, shout out to everybody working on the Batman. I'll be checking for leaks. Uh, um, oh, the, if, if we're talking talking on that vein, the one in, villain that I'm the most interested in finding out what he's like is uh, Colin Farrell. I want to know what the penguin's gonna be like. Mm, same. Oh, of course. But see, I don't consider Zoe Kravitz like a villain. I'm thinking she's like, oh, have you ever? She's seen an anti here, but I mean, like, have you ever seen that Year One Batman movie that uh, where it follows the Jim Gordon? One? Yeah, the animated one where it follows Jim Gordon and like he's cheating on his wife. <laughs> they have all that shit happening. But there's a scene where Batman has Bruce Wayne like disguises himself and. and Mind you, I hate all the animations disguises because it's like, yo, bro, that's still Bruce. But I digress. He's walking through, like, the bad area of Gotham, and they have Selena Kyle, who's, like, a mixed woman with short hair looking over, and, like, she's talking to, like, her sister, and then she's like, are you going to go help him? Like, he's trying to, like, all that shit happened. I don't know if you remember that, but, like, she looks mm. like that that cat woman, and I'm like, I'm super, super excited. But, no, I agree with you. Colin Farrell, bro, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see Paul Dano. Like, what's up with him as the Riddler? Yeah, that's number two. Uh, but, like, for me, Colin Farrell, like, there's so many different directions you can take with a penguin, and Colin Farrell can do so many different things as an actor. Like, he has such a huge range, so I'm wondering, like, what direction they want to take with him. And I know that he said that silver hair was him washing out his other his other character, but, God, I hope Matt Reeves goes with that silver hair. Like, I hope Matt Reeves saw that and was just like, oh, I, I wasn't intending to do this, but... I dig it because God, that looked so. I was in it. I was in it to win it. But could, could you imagine him like you know how um, Batman Returns? You got the Oswald Cobblepot where he's like trying to be mayor. Like yeah. I can see, I can see that with with mm. this one. I know that's not the direction they want to go with that, but like that's like I can see like them taking a direction where like he's like I can like you know be a a big uh, public powerful person. Or then I can also see him being the gritty underground crime boss. Like I can see either, I can see Colin Farrell playing either role. So that's why I'm curious, like where they're gonna go with. Pain I can man. see, it, I can see it being both. I can see him being like legal in the sense that he owns Iceberg Lounge, and like he's just like a quote unquote like in the public eye. Like they can't pin nothing on him, but still he's doing like underground shit. Yeah, I'd, I'd be cool with that. But no, I want to tell you the rumor is that Alfred and, and uh, Robert Pattinson are gonna be more like brothers in arms more, more in the sense that alfred's more like a big brother 
uncle figure than like a, a replacement father figure because they're so close. And we haven't got a casting for him. It's Andy Circus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh well, that yeah. doesn't work out fine. Yeah, and it's like he it, it's gonna be like what you wanted from Gotham, like a, or like a the TV series. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, how, yeah. how how he's gonna be more M six. Like Alfred's gonna help him because of, with his M sixteen training or whatever that type of shit. I'm talking about MI six. MI six, yeah, not M sixteen. Jesus. But yeah, that yeah, I think that would be really good. I think that kind of plays to the early Batman. Yeah, I dig it, man. Look, I'm 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 in it. I just I'm just curious. I, I, I it's interesting because Venom's filming right now, and Andy Serkis is the director of Venom. So how's I don't know how that's working out right now because there there's like leaked photos of like carnage and shit, and like how's he doing his his, his Alfred shit? Well, Venom two comes out this year. I'm pretty sure. Oh, does it really? Yeah. Oh, so maybe that's why there's not many Batman leaks like back to back to back because like they're they're pacing themselves with this film. Yeah, Venom Two comes out this year. Comes out oh. in October. Oh, Andy Serkis better hurry up, <laughs> yo. Well, that's wild. But whatever, man. Uh, I the next story we got. I thought this was gonna be like bigger news talked about, and I'm I'm glad that like we have this so high up because. I was really excited about this, but Ta- Taika Waititi's partnering with Netflix on a pair of animated series, one based on the world of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and another based on the Oompa Loompa characters. Waititi won an uh, Academy Award for Jojo Rabbit and will direct and pr- executive produce both projects. The two Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movies were based on the 1964 novel by Ron Dahl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the yeah, story. The Oompa Loompas are he- small humans who were preyed upon in Loompa Land before Wonka invited them to the factory, and they're paid in coke beans are also mysterious love loving practical jokes and singing songs so, this so that's is why anim- i'm so the most excited animated. for the oompa loompa thing yeah i didn't know this was i thought okay wait okay i thought he was just remaking willy wonka for netflix no this is well cr- he is kind of but like an animated i mean look i'm down i hope i hope he doesn't take cues from the johnny depp series and kind of does his own thing because like i was hyped thinking that it was Yo, we about to get a Taika with TD take on Willy Wonka. Okay, I'm I'm about it, but I'm still about it. Animated, he could. Do, I'm not a, I'm not hating on the animated. I just hope they don't make it like kid friendly. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it could still be good if it's kid friendly ish, kind of like uh, not like Paradise PD, but like Disenchantment. <laughs> you think Disenchantment's kid friendly? Well, I'm saying like more of like a Matt Groening kind of like Simpsons where like, you know, 12 year olds watch The Simpsons more so than like Paradise PD, which is like off the rails. Talking about dicks getting shoved in asses. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. Because I think an Oompa Loompa series would, I I mean, I I consider them violent. (laughs) I mean, they just let people die. (laughs) So... You think we're gonna see like Matt Groening style little Oompa Loompas just shanking each other and shit? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I think like if one falls into a chocolate river, they're not gonna go grab him. Oh, he's done for. He's just he's over. Done for. <laughs> Later, partner. Oh they're shit! They're singing a song. Oh man, I'm excited for this. Do you think? Do you think uh, we're gonna see have some music aspect in this? Of course. Oh Because yeah. the Oompa Loompas, man, they gotta sing. True. I hope. But I hope, it's not gonna I, be like that, you know, Tim Burton crap. It's gonna be like the '64 movie. Yeah, I hope I hope we get more like uh, Gene Wilder singing stuff. Cause man, I love that. Do oh, yeah? you wanna be in paradise? That's my shit, yo. That is my shit, bro. Is that like, is that what you play to go to sleep? 
I look, I'm being honest, man. I watched a lot of Willy Wonka growing up. Like my that was my mom's favorite movie on the low, and like well, her favorite non like go action movie. But like I I love that movie, man. Shout out to Gene Wilder. Is it rest in peace? I, I feel like he's is did he pass away? Am I tripping? Yeah. He yeah. he did. Yeah, damn, man. Shit. Sad times. Yeah, he died in 2016. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Go ahead, Tyka. Do your thing, bro. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for that story. I'm really excited to see what Tyka's take on those two animated films are gonna be. Um, next we're gonna talk about a couple trailers, then I didn't get to see either one of them. But the first one is Greyhound, which is gonna be a World War II flick, uh, starring Tom Hanks, uh, as well as Elizabeth Shue, um Stephen Graham. Those are some of the, the biggest names that are in that cast. It's uh, directed by Aaron Schneider. It's going to be out this summer. It's pretty much of a, it's early, early in the war, um, but it's all about uh, Tom Hanks being the captain of this battleship, and there's a bunch of like German U-boats that are surrounding them and attacking them with like torpedoes and stuff. Seems pretty interesting. Okay, cool, cool. I'll check and, it out. Then the next one is Connected, which is an animated film from Sony Animated Pictures, the people who brought you the Spider-Verse. And uh, this movie, the, the synopsis is Katie Mitchell is accepted into a film school of her dreams. Her whole family drives Katie to school together when their plans are interrupted by a tech uprising. The Mitchells will have to work together to save the world, starring... Abby Jacobson, Danny McBride, Maya Rudolph, Eric Andre, and it's um, it's it's you know it's an animated film and it's very kid friendly it seems, uh, but it looks kind of funny. Might be worth checking out. And you can't knock kid friendly films at the moment. I was I'm still dying to go see Onward and talk about it on the pod. So I think it might be a movie worth checking out in September. So those are those two trailers. Oh, that sounds. Um, the last one sounded pretty good. I'll check it out. Like I like the names yeah, involved. Think, yeah, yeah, you could you, you could check it out. I mean, it's I, I feel really indifferent about it. Like I really like Danny McBride's character, but like I'm also like really iffy on the direction because the there there's like a robot uprising, mm. and I just don't know how I feel about it yet. So I'm so the jury's still out for me on that. But I'm pretty sure I'd, I'd check it out if it was available on streaming. Okay, right okay. now, real. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to peep game, check the trailer out. But next up, we got a series adaptation of the PlayStation game. The Last of Us is in development at HBO. This was big news. A lot of gamer fans were like already throwing out their potential casting, and I and I have mine as well. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But creator Craig Mazin is attached to write. An executive produced the potential series along with Chernobyl creator. Yeah, Ch- Chernobyl creator should say that. The writer and director of the game is also involved. Uh, developed by Naughty Dog, it takes place 20 years after modern civilization has been destroyed. Joel, a hardened survivor, is hired to smuggle Ellie, a 14-year-old girl, out of an impressive quarantine zone. Wood starts as a small job, becomes a br- brutal, heartbreaking journey as they must travel across the U.S. and depend on each other for survival. HBO can do no wrong in my opinion at this point because they are getting ready for HBO Max. This is a good pull. They're doing the same thing in the anime department with the Crunchyroll originals. I'm loving everything I'm hearing coming out of HBO right now. And I've always said that when it comes to video games, content and stuff that could work, 
The Last of Us was just waiting to be pulled. Like this well, game, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much a cinematic experience in a, the game itself, right? Yeah, facts, man. Like it's 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 a bunch. Like Ellen Page, Ellen Page was the girl. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like it, it was one hundred percent a great journey. I'm excited for this. I saw that they wanted to cast a, uh, or so I saw some people saying that they should cast uh, what's that guy's name from Game of Thrones? Oh my gosh. Uh, I can't believe I'm thinking. I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, one of the brother, the brother. Oh my gosh, the brother of Tyrion. What the hell is? Uh, oh uh, yeah, Jamie, Jamie Lannister. Coastal Waldo. Yeah, Nicolage Coastal Waldo. Make him be yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. make him be uh, Joel, and then get the girl from uh, Booksmart, not Jonah Hill's sister, but the other girl to be Ellie. Yeah, I'm seeing some other fan casts where they got like Hugh Jackman, Josh Brolin, Gerard both, Butler. Both all all three of those work, man. You just need a bearded white guy. So pick your your favorite bearded white guy, and a lot of those work. Yeah, and then for like uh, for Ellie, I'm seeing like Caitlin Deaver, Maisie Williams. But they might be too old. They, yeah, th- those people might. That's why I like the Booksmart person choice. Uh, I also well, like Booksmart I, girl is Caitlin Deaver. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, I guess not. Just not uh, Jonah Hart's Jonah Hill's sister, the other one. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. Maisie Williams is definitely too old. Yeah, she she just looks young. Yeah. So I mean, look, Oscar Isaac wouldn't be bad either. I'd like him in this. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So I mean, I think you could really do anything with that casting as long as it stays true to, to the, the game. overall plot. Yeah. Yeah. You there's I don't no think you, you can make any, any one of those characters. You shouldn't make it like uh, The Witcher where. It's more so based off the book. Like you should take, like, like Schubert said, you should follow the game for this. Like, don't don't stray away. It's a perfect story, and maybe you can do your own things, Craig Mazin, because I know you, Chernobyl, you're a great creator, and I'm down. But just keep the basic skeleton of the of the story of the game. Well, yeah, I mean, they have scenes there, right? They they already have scenes for you, and the way yeah, they look they, and all that. Great cutscenes, and it's amazing. So I'm excited for this. They changed the oh, game wow. in video game cutscenes. They did. They made people. They stepped. They made other people start stepping their game up. For sure. So I'm excited. Um, yeah. So the next thing we have is that Quibi has announced its full slate of programming that's coming to the service once it releases on April 6th. Don't you get 90 days phones. free? Yes. That's 90 great. days free. I'm gonna use that. Shut so up. I'm definitely gonna be using that 90 days free. Some of the, they're gonna have four movies. The first one's called Flipped. It's gonna star Will Forte, Caitlin Olsen. Arturo Castero, Eva Longoria, and Andy Garcia. Um, and it's about uh, the Mexican drug cartel. <laughs> um, Survive, which is going to star Sophie Turner and Corey Hopkins. Um, and it's a drama. And uh, When the Streetlights Go On is going to be stars people like Mark Duplass, uh, Queen Latifah. It's uh, after a murder of a beautiful young girl rocks a suburban community. The victim's sister and her high school peers must struggle to find a sense of normalcy. So another drama. Mm. Um, and then they're the most dangerous game starring Liam Hemsworth and Christoph Waltz. Desperate to take care of his pregnant wife before terminal illness can take his life. Dodge Maynard, played by Hemsworth, accepts an offer to participate in a deadly game where he soon discovers he is not the hunter but the prey. This utopian action thriller explores the limits of how far someone would go to fight for their life and their family. That's the one that's most interesting to me. Okay. Um, some of the things that they're going to have is unscripted shows or documentary series. They have one by that's going to be executive produced by Jennifer Lopez called Thanks a Million, um, which is uh, 
is going to feature public figures who kickstart a chain of kindness by gifting $100,000 to an unsuspecting individual who must pay it forward. Across 10 episodes, $1 million will be doled out to everyday people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Punked is coming back with Chance the Rapper. Oof. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. That like, uh, man, look, I'm, I am not the biggest Chance the Rapper fan as of right now. Ever since that last album, or should I even say ever since Coloring Book, the music has gone downhill, and you can sue me if you like Coloring Book, but like it's going downhill. Chance hasn't put out a good project since Acid Rap. And then... All this shit with his his wife. And look, that's not me hating on love. But like, bro, like, if you want to just be about your wife, be about your wife. I'm not trying to see wholesome pranks. I'm trying to see funny-ass pranks. And also, knowing Chance the Rapper's movie taste kind of has me a little concerned. Because Chance the Rapper has come out and said Bad Boys 2 is, is the best sequel ever. And I'm just like, Kalo K? Like... What are you? What are you? What are you talking about, Patna? Like, the, have you not heard of the Dark Knight, the Godfather Part Two, uh, Star, the Emperor Strikes Back? Like, what are we? What are we fucking talking about? And this is the guy we're letting run punked? Uh, I don't know. I miss Ashton Kutcher had a better movie taste than Chance. I'll give him that. So, like, I don't know. Um. So some of the other stuff that's going to be out, they're going to bring back Singled Out. Uh, that's going to be hosted by Kiki Palmer. Solid. Um, and they're going to do the show called Elba vs. Block Idris Elba and pro driver Ken Block go head to head as they pick cars against each other through extru- increasingly outrageous stunts to prove whose car and which driver is best. Ooh, I'm gonna watch that. That sounds good. Um, um, they got this thing called the Game Show, which is spelled G A Y M E, hosted by comedians Matt Rogers and Dave Mazzoni. Competition show celebrates the LGBT community and its allies. Each episode, two straight contestants are paired with a celebrity life partner as they battle head-to-head in physical, mental, and emotional challenges for the title of Queen of the Straits. Uh, guests right. include Alana Glazer, um, Nicole Byer, Rachel Bloom, Guy Branham. Um, Dismantled, each episode of the cooking competition hosted by Titus Burgess starts with a cannon blasting of mystery food dish into the faces of two blindfolded chefs. They have to identify the exploded dish and then race against the clock to recreate it. Oh, I'm gonna watch the fuck out of that one. <laughs> uh, that's right up my alley. I've been needing. I thought I thought it show. might be. <laughs> that's my shit. Hell yeah. What about uh, guts in uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple? I think uh, it's not on this this one, but I guess it's gonna be on there as well. Maybe it's not gonna be there at the launch. Ooh, um, skirt ooh. with Offset. Have, have you? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um. <laughs> Host and executive producer Offset, who owns over 30 sports and luxury cars, his celebrity rappers and friends, and exploring all the cars. So it's all about cars. Oh, my God. With Offset. Ah! Um, <laughs> Look, I'm not going to hate on Offset because Offset was in uh, NCIS, or the, the, whatever show LL Cool J is on right now. And it, it, that, he did a pretty good job. But this is funny, man. This is Offset doing his 2 chains most expensive shit, just trying doing some cribs type shit with cars. I'll give it a shot. Offset got uh, two episodes to, to to reel me in. If not, it's over with. Set. You ain't Look. got the, you ain't got these. A show about sneaker culture from executive producer Lena Waith, who is featured in the series. Guests feature Carmelo Anthony, Billie Jean King, Hassan Minaj, Candace Parker, Nas, Mike Epps, Jamel Hill, uh, Nawale. Nawale. Damn, she's slipping. She didn't get the sneakerhead King Wale. Oh, I'm not watching this. Joe LaPuma already has this show called Sneaker Shopping. So, like, this is just a ripoff. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I'm uh, just all in the facts, bro. Prodigy, hosted by Megan 
or hosted by Megan Rapino. Each episode highlights accomplishments of one notable young athlete. Okay, good for Megan. Uh, Shape of Pasta, Chef Ivan Fouque takes viewers on a gastronomic tour of Italy in a quest to find the last remaining masters of the world's most beloved food, pasta. Ooh, I'll watch that, and that sounds amazing. And then some other stuff that I don't know is going to be as interesting as those, but those are the ones I thought would be the most interesting. Oh, Oh, besides the one I forgot I was saving best for last, Chrissy's Court, hosted by Chrissy Teigen. In each episode, Chrissy reigns supreme as the judge over one small claims case. Chrissy's mom, turned bailiff Pepper Tie, maintains order in the courtroom. This is nuts, bro. Like Chrissy Teigen is, is now going to settle small claims. I like I, I like to believe that the judges of my small claims court cases on television are actually like real. And now that it's Chrissy Teigen, I can't even believe that it's even real. But I watch for the drama. Oh, uh, I think that I think that's got to be pretty funny. Oh no, it's gonna be hilarious. I'll They're watch. definitely gonna get some really good ones. So like, we'll we'll see what's up. Maybe that's why Judge Judy retired not to take that's your. That's that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's totally what I'm thinking. Judge Judy's she, like, I'm going out on top. <laughs> she's like, she's like, man, like Chrissy Teigen's about to come do pretty much my show on the phones. Yeah, that's that. I'm definitely done. People ain't watching my show at 1 p.m. anymore. I'm going People out. Working. I'm going out on top, man. But shout out to Queeby. I'll get the 90 day thing. And if, if it's if those cooking shows are good enough, I might pay for it. Cause like those are the things that catch my attention first. Like offset, whatever, chance the rapper, big oof. The now, movies are gonna be interesting too. I mean, if the movies land, then that could be a totally different I mean it's all it's it's an entire streaming service that's only on your phone. So, I mean, they're trying to change the game. And that's right up my alley because I watch a lot of stuff on my phone. Like, <laughs> Same here, honestly. A, a lot of laying down on the sofa just – and my girlfriend's like, why are you doing that? Like, there, you have a computer in your studio. You have a TV downstairs. Why are you watching stuff on your phone? I'm just like, I don't know, man. I just, I'm just, It's just close to my face. I'm just – just leave me alone. I'm just laying down. I'm minding my own business. Uh, I watch it like when I'm on like lunch break and stuff like that. Facts mm-hmm. or when I'm shitting. Oh yeah, primo phone time. <laughs> like big so, I fact. think you know Queeby could change the way that I, you know, watch stuff during the week. It could be like a a weekly habit to watch it during lunch break or stuff like that. So I'm interested to see how it works out. Yeah, same, same. All right, next up, according to Collider's Snyder Cut podcast, a.k.a. Jeff Snyder, the movie uh, is being developed, Fury Road, a prequel, is going to be focused on a young Furiosa before she became one of a Morton Joe's imperators. Uh, Snyder does not think that Charlize Theron will reprise the role, obviously, because it's going to focus on a younger Furiosa. However, he has heard that Yahya Abdul-Mahin II, a.k.a. Black Manta, a.k.a. Dr. Manhattan, is being eyed for the male lead. I'm so happy for Yahya. I'm a big Yahya fan, man. Like, low-key, Yahya is my favorite black actor right now. He has to be, bro. I think he's killing shit. I mean, he's played two roles that I thought were very well acted, you know? Yeah. Black Manta, you really believed him. I mean, he's one of those things where, like, I feel... It's the really document had shit blew my mind. Like he killed that. I really feel like it's good for like a young actor for me to not really remember their name, but for me to remember the like the only roles I've ever seen them in. You know, so like I've really only seen him in two movies or two projects, but I remember the hell out of those two characters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, so, I'm with like, He's he's definitely a growing name, and I think they just being in more and more big time projects, um, he's gonna 
be a big star. I mean, he's going to be one of the biggest. I'm going to watch Candyman solely for the fact that he's in it. Like, I'm not watching Candyman because Jordan Peele's producing it. No, I'm watching it because it's Yaya. I'm going to watch this. I mean, he looks like he's going to be good in it. Exactly. I'm watching this because Yaya's in it. This sounds amazing. I'm down. And uh, the only thing that I hope is that uh, George Martin comes back. George Martin? Uh, I think that's his. Uh, oh my gosh, man! Uh, p- people, people are gonna just take all of my movie cards. Is it not George Mar? No, George Miller. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I hope George Miller comes back. Well, I think that's pretty cool that they're gonna try and do something in the Mad Max universe. Personally, I didn't want a prequel. Um, I'm kind of done with that whole, you know, uh, what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Morton Joe. Mm. Like, I'm kind of done with that whole thing. I kind of want explore that world a little bit farther instead of like focus on that one little area well i mean you can't bring tom hardy back you know i don't want to bring tom hardy back but i mean like i feel like that that world is it's an apocalyptic world same thing with like mortal engines like i would like to see mortal engines but i'd like to see it take place in a different part like not london you know what i'm saying Mm, okay i get you i I just want like i want to see like different parts of the world in the same world yeah, I know. I feel you'd being done with a Morton Joe. I get it, and but I'm Furiosa was a major pa- part of this, and, and but it's it's taking place before she became with a Morton Joe. So we, we're gonna see a different side of the world, maybe. I hope so. I hope it's just not like he's she's like making her way up, you know. Mm, okay. Yeah. Hope. So, hope. Hopefully, we see like. But I love Mad Max. I mean, it's one of my favorite movies ever. So. Yeah. No. Well, Fury Road. I mean. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Fury Road, my damn self. That was a great, great film. But I'm excited, man. Shout out to Yaya. Shout out to George Miller. Shout out to Furiosa. So I'm down for all this. All right. Um, next up, Skydance in, in long. Eh, Skydance is long in development. Bermuda Triangle action adventure called Bermuda is finally gaining steam. It's going. It's going to now have a Scott. Derrickson behind it. Scott Derrickson, who was just with Doctor Strange and then left. Um, he signed on to rewrite and direct with Chris Evans as the lead. Um, plot details are being kept under wraps, except for the fact that it will be set in the mysterious patch of the Caribbean where planes and ships have gone missing over the years. It was also said in the article that I saw this that um, Sam Raimi was considered to be part of this jesus so, scott derrickson man keep getting his so, shit taken from, scott, like, from sam raimi no it seems like to me it was like oh Bermuda's just like okay well if we can't get scott or if we can't get sam raimi then we'll get scott D- dickinson derrickson you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> like whoever wasn't gonna do doctor strange is gonna direct this one yeah okay okay hopefully this is good man i'm look i don't know much about it but chris evans gotta see what you're gonna do post uh captain america so i'm interested besides knives out Knives Out was uh, all right. Chris Evans has had a better sp- patch of movies post, I guess. Yeah, he has, man. Like Snowpiercer with Bong. Like people don't realize that that Bong did Snowpiercer, and that movie well, I've was never great. Seen Snowpiercer? Oh, it was great. Like Snowpiercer was amazing. It was on Netflix for like a long time. And I, I heard think- that the reason that no one's seen Snowpiercer is because the the studio buried it. They did, and it was really good. Knives Out was great with him. I heard Gifted that the, the movie he did in 2017 wasn't bad. Like, low-key, Chris Evans has had a better post-Marvel career than Robert Downey Jr. Well, I guess, you know, you need to get working with Bong Joon-ho. I mean, Mark Ruffalo is getting the memo. Yeah, you see what's up? Man. Robert, you go go hit a Bong, bro. Maybe He's, he's no! also, also going to be in the, the new Little Shop of Horrors movie. 
Rob uh, Robert Downey Jr. would be amazing to be like the dad of the family of the new Parasite series. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> oh man, and let him have an affair with like whoever's uh, Mark Ruffalo's wife. That's how he. That's how he gets all wrapped into this. <laughs> Damn. I'd be down. That'd be lit. Oh man, I still want to know if they're gonna do a black family, like a Latino. It it could go so many different ways, but we're not talking about Parasite. Well, yeah, because we just don't know what Mark Ruffalo is gonna be. But yeah, we're not talking about that. But this but this is gonna be good. So shout out to uh, Scott Derrickson. Shout out to Chris Evans. Next up, we got J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot has teamed up with Warner Brothers uh, Pictures to develop Daniel Casey's supernatural thriller The Pinkerton as a feature film. The movie will be the first original film for the Bad Ro- Robot pro- uh The Bad Robot. Uh, production company under a five-year mega deal with Warner Media. So this is the independent stuff he's going to be doing. Uh, the studio's keeping the logline for the Pinkerton under wraps. The Pinkerton National Detective Agency was established in the United States by Alan Pinkerton in 1850. He claimed to have foiled a plot to assassinate President-elect Abraham Lincoln in 1861, but I guess he didn't really stop the assassination. I think it's a different one. Oh, okay. So he stopped it earlier. Oh, he when stopped he was, a different you know, like, one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so this yeah. was like when he first got picked up. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Word. Well, yeah. I mean, shit. This will be tight. You know me. I, I love it my be dad. Tight. Yeah. And it says supernatural thriller. Oh, real. So like, what's the supernatural aspect of it? That's are what we going I'm wondering. Back, are we going back to Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter type shit? I don't think so, but maybe. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I don't think JJ's doing that. We're gonna see. What if like Pinkerton the assassination plot is vampires? That'd be crazy. Uh, we'll see, man. Who knows? But JJ, bro, get this over with so you can come do Superman. Dude, what if it's like Men in Black? That'd be dope. <laughs> that would be fire. I'd, I would I'd... love to see some like 18, 1850s Men in Black shit. Yeah, I'd be down and just do it a little differently. Maybe it's like instead of aliens. It's like you said, like vampire, werewolf, that type shit. Yeah, something like that. That'd be tight. I'd be down. But um, that's on that. So Josh Segura has been cast in one of the lead roles in NBC's upcoming pilot based on the film Night School. Segura will play Teddy Walker, described as a charming salesman in the multi-camera comedy plot. The role was played in the film by Kevin Hart. Segura joins previously announced cast member Shanola Hampton, who play the character that was played by Tiffany Haddish who was the teacher as well as Ian Gomez, Colette Wolf, James Earl and Joe Massingill. Okay. So so wait, there how's he is he playing like the role that Kevin Hart played or is he yeah. he's not he's not playing the same character as Kevin no, Hart. No. Because okay. obviously he's not black. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> I just googled him to see who he was and I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." Okay, so uh, let me see who Shanoila Hampton. This sounds cool. Look, man, I'm excited to see this night, night school shit. Hopefully it's fire. Yeah, the only thing I've ever seen this guy in is uh, is Arrow. New Black and Arrow. Yeah, I saw him in Arrow. He when he, he did a good job in Arrow. He was very menacing, so I just don't know if he has comedy chops. But well, Shanoila we'll Hampton? Oh, that's the girl from Shameless? That's the lady from Shameless? Oh, she's great. Let me see. That's uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She is a good. Yeah, yeah no, she's, I think she's I think Veronica. She'd kill that. Yeah, she's great and shameless, so I'm excited for this. I'm I'm actually more excited because of her than him. For sure. So I good. I definitely didn't think that they were not going to cast a, uh, an African American actor for uh, Kevin Hart's role. You know. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't know how they were going. to I didn't go see that one coming. Yeah, I know. I thought they. Were, oh, and Ian Gomez is in there. Okay, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. 
I like him a lot. Okay, so cool. All right, I'm down for all of this. I'm I'm down for this night school stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know. I thought they were gonna get a head African American person to be too, but whatever. We'll see how this how this works with a uh, cigar. But I like like I said, I like Shanola Hampton. Yeah, so you know it's an NBC pilot, so we'll see how they do. I mean, I like a Brooklyn Nine Nine, and that's yeah. on NBC, right? Yeah, facts. So we'll see what, how they do with with, with this sitcom. Um, Warner Brothers Animation is now set to develop an animated series based on the Wings of Fire books, along with Ava DuVernay. Wings of Fire is described as an epic adventure set uh, in a world entirely ruled by dragons. Across two continents and ten tribes, the series explores wars, friendships, and quests that span generations of dragon characters. There are currently 15 novels, three graphic novels, and four short stories in the Wings of Fire collection. The books have sold more than 9 million copies worldwide and been translated into 16 languages. Never heard of it. Never heard of it either. This seems like this is going to be kitty, but, you know, if it's not, cool. I'll dig it. I'm, I'm always down for some animated stuff. But this seems like this is going to be like the Warner Brothers attempt to, like, get some kids into in, in play. Because, like, I don't know if Ava's doing something that's, like, some... You know, some gritty animation shit. Not saying that she can't. I'd be down to see it, but I just feel like this is for the kids. Well, I remember, I think we were going back and hearing that Ava DuVernay was, like, doing Warner Brothers work. and we. Oh, were yeah, like, she's doing New Gods. She's, she's, uh, she's the, her and Tom King are busy developing New Gods right now. Exactly. So, like, I guess this is more, another thing that she's doing with Warner Brothers, I guess, in the building. Maybe when she's, like, got some free time. I don't know. Yeah, so you know this will be cool. Good for good for Ava. I'm always down to see some new Ava work. I'll give this a shot because you know I'm, I'm the animation guy. But yeah, man, just, Lord of the Rings with dragons. Let's do it. I just feel like this is gonna be kitty, man. A, a world entirely ruled by dragons. This could go one or two ways. This could be either really dope or really, really something else. So we shall see. But dragon tales. We, we, that bro, that's what I thought. But I'll, I'm, I'm gonna keep my I'm gonna keep all my my negative. It sounds to it myself. sounds like it be like more like Guardians of Gahul. <laughs> it's just like there's so many books like who's reading this it's not named by my age so it has to be for kids i don't know i don't know we'll see but i got some stuff in the rumor mill rumor mill rumor mill rumor mill so uh first off we got fing fang foom will be in uh shang chi the ting rings if you know fing fang foom he's the the dragon character that's in Marvel. So, and also, apparently, uh, Shang Chi's gonna have a big fighting tournament in it, which I can dig. It's gonna be something akin to Enter the Dragon, courtesy of our guy Daniel RPK. Also, courtesy of Daniel, uh, it's rumored right now that the Flash, one of the villains for the film, because it's gonna have multiple villains, it's still gonna have some type of flashpoint element to it. So, of course, Reverse Flash will be in there. But they're hearing that a female Mirror Master is in play for one of the villains of the film do 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 they specify like how big mirror master is going to play a role i feel like she's going to be like one of either like a i don't know i don't know i feel like we're going to get started with him defeating mirror master in the first 10 minutes that's i'd say i'd say like maybe first 30 okay yeah something like that but i feel like it's going to be the first first villainy fights on screen like the small first subplot yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm with While you. Reverse Flash is out here in the shadows, like, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to get him. <laughs> I'm about to tell him his mom, like, I killed your mom, bro. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you're going to have to chase me back in time. I, it's just, it's interesting, though. You're going to put Mirror Master in this, but we still have to do all the Flashpoint. I just, I, I don't know. This is going to be interesting. 
I need that's to. Why I, that's why I'm saying it could be even shorter than 30 minutes. Like I'm saying, like because we were already as, have established that this Barry Allen has been at work. So we don't have to go through the phase of like, oh, he's the Flash. I'm figuring out that I'm the Flash. He's like, I'm the Flash. Like, let's go in here and start off the the movie with showing me beating a villain, and that mm-hmm. villain happens to be Mirror Master. And now yeah, let's get the movie started. Yeah, I could. That seems more more realistic because I don't know how you throw a Mirror Master involved with uh with Reverse Flash and then Flashpoint. Like, what? That's gonna be weird. It just doesn't seem like the the villain that you treat with a lot of not like respect but i mean it's not like it doesn't seem like the flash villain you're like okay well you know we got to put mirror master in this movie because mirror master is like the best flash villain like Like, if you're gonna put mirror master like if you're doing flash you're doing reverse flash captain cold gorilla grod uh um you know and then mirror master's fourth and then my my maybe maybe my whole thing is with that is if you're bringing in Mirror Master, I want to see him with with the other rogues, with Captain Cold, with uh, Weather Wizard, with Captain Boomerang. So like Captain Boomerang, yeah. Maybe maybe like you said, they they beat they beat Mirror Master real quick, and then she goes to jail, and then the next movie, it's like oh she like we're all with all the rogues are together, and they break out, and some shit happens. Who knows? Because Captain Boomerang apparently is still running around the world. He had a he had a wanted pick for him, and and birds are fucking prey. So who knows? I didn't notice that. You didn't see, you, don't, you don't remember Harley Quinn picked this up and she was like, "Oh, Boomer's out there." <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna see, man. We're gonna see with all that. But that's that's all I got in the rumor mill. I'm I'm actually really excited for the Shang Chi tournament stuff. That'll be cool. So that reminds me of anime. I'm I know. See I hope, what they do. Hope hopefully Marvel does it right. I think they will though. Yeah. Well, let's uh, roll into the box office now. Uh, of course, on. Art is on top. They had like 40 million, but let's start from the bottom. Call of the Wild. Uh, num- at number four, you got Sonic the Hedgehog. And number three, really happy for it, The Way Back and its first Look weekend. Ben Affleck. Um, number three with 8.5 mil over the weekend. It's, it's not bad for um, a movie that's a drama. Um, and I remember when we were championing this movie on the way up that we were like, people, if you want to see like, you know, sports movies back into the mainstream, you got to go support it. So glad people went and supported it. Uh, and nice. then Invisible Man, number two, and Onward, number one. Solid. Solid at the Very box solid. office. We didn't go see any of those, but I'm going to go check Not out. Invis- I need to go see Invisible Man because people are saying that shit's good. And like, I thought it looked corny as hell. Yeah, um, it reminds me of the uh, Batman, the animated series episode in which she was also in who uh elizabeth moss she was in a batman in the animated series episode wait 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 what oh yeah man it's about it and it's about an invisible man wait what are you talking about schubert i am dead serious look it up right now sir elizabeth moss yeah the chick that's in this movie batman the animated series yes wait what let me see let me google it what are you, what are you talking about schubert elizabeth moss Oh yeah, she was. Oh shit, she was. A, she was a little girl. Oh damn, I didn't know this. Yeah. Okay, my bad for questioning your thing. My bad. Okay, cool. And it was, and it was just like this movie, huh? Yeah, it's called. The episode is called "See No Evil." A small-time crook has stolen an invisibility suit, which he has been using to steal jewels, and now plans to steal his young daughter from his ex-wife. Oh damn. Okay. Real. Well, yeah, might have to check out Invisible Man, but. 
All right, solid box office. Let's get to the movie on the rise. I don't know what we were talking about this week. Are we talking about Dave and Hunters? Yes. All right, cool, cool, cool. Because, yeah, I was ready to talk about Dave. All right, my movie on the rise, I'm going to just shout this out. Paradise PD Season 2. It is out. We're going. We're back to the, I don't want to say the Brickleberry universe, but we're back to the Paradise The Brickleverse? Yeah, the Brickleverse, but we're back, and I'm excited. I'm going to watch that as soon as we get off of this. Also, I got Bloodshot this Thursday. I will be going to watch that to talk about this next week on the pod. Got to see if Vin Diesel does Valiant right, as well as I'm— I've gotten, I've heard mixed reviews. Like I've heard some people be like, oh, this is good, and I've heard some people be like, oh, this is trash. We're going to see. We're going to find out Thursday. I'm going to see what's up. And then also I'm telling people you got to, got to. We'll talk about it more so later after Schubert does his movie on the rise, but— you gotta gotta watch Dave. Dave is is great. That's all I'm gonna say for right now. But those uh, are my well, from, well, for me, the only thing I have to, that's coming up, um, I, I guess Westworld's next Sunday. But I'm still not caught up on that, even though I've heard that this season kind of refreshes the whole thing. Um, and then uh, the Hunt. It's the most controversial movie. Is what they like to say. So damn, I might have to. I might be watching two movies. Oh shit, we got a show. Oh man, I gotta see. I gotta find time to watch because I want to watch the hunt. We can go do something on Friday. True, we can. Yeah, we might get that done. Yeah, okay. So I will watch Bloodshot Thursday, Hunt Friday. That'll work. Show show Thursday. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, everything's Gucci. Yeah, that work. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead and start talking about Dave then. Yo, I look. I was. I at first was like, uh, I don't know if I'm watching the little Dicky show, but I mean, I've I sh- been hearing about this show for a long time. He, he, it ha- he, like bro. since he became a rapper, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna have a show. It's gonna be about me being a rapper. He's been trying. He's been trying to do this for forever, and I'm glad he finally has gotten it done. Because, like I said, at first I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then when I started watching it, I was like, wait, this is this is brilliant. This is really funny. I love it. But I don't know if. I don't know if I love Lil Dicky yet, but I love everybody else around him. His girlfriend. I love Taco from Odd Future in this. I love the black guy that's like his hood correspondent. I love yeah. his his best friend. I love his best friend. Yo, in the second his episode. His name's Gator. When Gator is live streaming to eight people at Lil Johnny's funeral, I was like, yo, I know people like this. This is fucking hilarious. He was like, he was like, yo, we're at the funeral. Lil Dicky's here. We're gonna throw it up for Pac. We're gonna throw it up for Biggie. My eight followers, we making it, nigga. Like, oh my gosh. Fucking Gator. And then Macklemore comes after they've been shitting on Macklemore the whole episode. It's like, yeah, Lil Dicky, uh, you're not performing, bro. Just go make sure my sound's straight. <laughs> Oh this God. shit was hilarious. The first episode with YG, when YG was like, "Yo, bro, you getting pussy?" He's like, "Yeah, I get. I, I fuck with my girl." He was like, "He's like, he's like, but sometimes her pussy be dry." He's like, "Oh, her pussy dry?" And it's all on <laughs> IG Live, yo. I was like, "This is hilarious," because when you're in the when you're in the content game and you talk about your life or you rap about your life or whatever it may be. Your significant other will get mad at you at some point. It has happened to me. It has happened to plenty of creators. And that was beautiful. That was executed so great. Like, why did you just tweet that? I just gave you head. I didn't just <laughs> yeah. give you head. <laughs> and he's like, I'm, I know you didn't just give me head. I just, it's the persona. And it's like, yes, that shit's hilarious. <laughs> and then when the kid came into the store. It was like, yo, I fuck with you because you just give my nigga head. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
want my mom knowing I'm giving you head. He was like, you didn't give me head. She was like, my mom just texted me saying, why is my boyfriend tweeting about giving me show? Nah, that shit was awesome, bro. That was fucking amazing. And then all this shit with Taco, and he was like, yeah, I need to get Gator to come talk. I was like, why? He's like, because he gave me a sense of, like, protection. He's like, why? Because he's a he's a hood dude? <laughs> Yo, that shit was funny, bro. I love that Taco, like, because I was scared for the odd future guys who weren't uh, dude, Tyler and Earl. And it was even funnier when, like, he was like, wait, Gator, so you were, like, using me for your hustle? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, no, man, I respect that. Because <laughs> I was using you for my hustle. <laughs> and then... All this shit with YG's like YG's like, bro, I gotta bounce. Like, I'll give you the song next time. Yo, dude, yo. That nigga spent ten thousand on a song he didn't get. But his bar mitzvah money. But he did get a fire IG live freestyle. Like, I know the internet was wildin' in the Dave universe about that. So this this show's awesome, man. This show is really, really good. Like genuinely. I wonder if they're gonna do two a week, or is it just gonna be one a week now? I don't know. Hopefully they do two a week because I'm digging it. Like I, I watch those things fast. Like I was, I and, and then the the music to the to the show. Oh, it, when you watch it, the you'll be singing "I Am Dave" for so long. No, I think that's just you. You think that's just me? Yeah. My girlfriend was doing it's it. It's really short. I mean, but I guess it's kind of like where Broad City, where like you had that one little thing where you're like, oh yeah, that Broad City joint. <laughs> I fuck with it, bro. The funeral shit with Lil Johnny, bro, that was hilarious. <laughs> when he was rapping to his girlfriend his, in his, I guess his either his girlfriend's roommate or his room, I don't know who the, the Asian lady was, but that shit was funny, man. Like, holy shit, Lil Dicky's about to go do comedy rap at this kid's funeral? Like, what is going on? For his first ever live performance. <laughs> and, but I loved how his friend was like, this is, bro, this is only you could do something like this because of the career path. Like, it just made so much sense. I really like the sh- I love everybody involved. Real shit. Like, I, like I said, Lil Dicky may be my, my least favorite character, but that's not a negative on him. It's just I feel like he's picked such a good crew of people. There's such a good other characters in the show that make the show elevated so high that when Lil Dicky does his Lil Dicky stuff, it just hits even more. So I'm a big fan of Dave. Yeah, it's a pretty funny show. Um, Dave, you can start watching more comedies now, man. Like, I, I, I've i been binging Seinfeld. Like, I love Seinfeld. I'm a fan. And oh, I yeah, know people like, late to the party, but, like, that shit is hilarious. No, I kind of did the same thing. I think, it, well, late into 2018, I started, like, watching Seinfeld, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, because I never got it before, and I thought it was, like, really boring when I was a kid. Um, but now you kind of understand like the nuances is it's just like everyday life like you go like the same things that happen on Seinfeld are things that happen to you every day and you're just that's like, what I like, like the what's, the, what's the, the deal yeah like what's the deal with like the door being off its hinge like and then they make an episode about that you know it's crazy it, in uh, as much as like you're supposed to hate Kramer because of the shit Kramer did. Yeah. Post Seinfeld. Yo, I laugh my ass off at Kramer in every fucking episode. Oh, dude. Yeah. He's essential for that just, show. And then, but I think my favorite character has to be George Costanza. Yo, I love, yo, yo. When George goes off the hinge and he just starts yelling at people, that shit is hilarious, man. Oh, shit. I just watched the episode, like, before we started doing this while I was eating dinner. 
and George Costanza was like talking to this one. Jerry's getting audited by the IRS. George is dating a woman that used to work for the IRS to help him. And then they're on the date. And, and the lady's just doing all kind of crazy shit. And George is like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. And she's like, why not? Tell me what I did wrong. He's like, nah, I think it's just me. I'm not I'm not the right type of guy. I have commitment. She's like, don't give me that bullshit. Like, tell me what's really going on. And George was just like, oh, you want it? <laughs> okay, bitch. I'm going to give it to you. You're fucking annoying. <laughs> Just like, oh shit! Like, nah, man, that show was one hundred percent ahead of its time, and I wish, I wish I could get a Seinfeld in 2019, 2020 about shit that's going on with like people that was Jerry's age in that show now, because that would be hilarious. Like, it, and like you said, it still rings true to this day because all those relationship conversations that he was having in the nineties are still happening today. Just on, exactly, just, just yeah, in different like- levels. And, like, I feel like with a lot of the sitcoms today, they have to take such, like, a, a weird slant because, like, I guess they don't want to be just like Seinfeld. And I wouldn't want a remake of Seinfeld. Like, I wouldn't want, like, the same dynamic. But I would, but it would make sense to do something. Like, a, the this age is Friends. I don't really feel like we have that right now, you know? Like, I feel like it was Seinfeld, and then it was kind of like Friends, and then it was kind of like The Office. But, like, even The Office was very different. Um, but Office Parks and Rec was like its own level of sitcom comedy. Like, I feel like we could cycle back to the Seinfeld stuff where we're just talking about like day to day crazy nuances. Like, yeah. they had a whole episode of them being trapped in a parking garage. Like, we don't need to, to break the, uh, the constructs of our mind to get it for comedy. Just do something simple. And, yeah, it's and funny. Just make, it, make it real. Like, Oh, I, like I, love, I think I, I think the only thing that's similar to, to that right now is curb your enthusiasm and surprise surprise Larry David, Larry David, yeah. Larry David yeah so yeah no, look and I think in the black community they had Martin which and Martin now that I'm watching Seinfeld Martin wasn't a comedian and he was like a radio show dude but like I I get Seinfeld vibes from Martin but just through the black experience I would love a show where man they just took like some comedian and just. Uh, I know you said not reboot Seinfeld and don't do everything they did, but like have him be a startup. I don't know. I would love that. Like I just, I just think there's so much room to tap. But I'm loving watching Seinfeld. Well, I mean, like, I'm like you could do like that, but it doesn't necessarily have to be New York. It doesn't like yeah. Like True. I'm just it could like, be it, L.A. It could be like a it could Atlanta, be L.A. Be Chicago, Houston. Atlanta. Well, I think it, I think it can't be Atlanta right now because you already have a show that's kind of like that, but with rappers. And and, and and look, speaking on that, Atlanta's great. Like. Atlanta gives me when is that coming back? Uh, twenty twenty one. We got Ugh. some time. Yeah, no man, Donald's. What are you doing, I Don? I don't know. Is I guess he he's right off. I think so. I think he's like just collecting himself for this year and like writing and like. Is he secretly filming in the Cassie Andor series? That's what you want. I think I think he's spending that that Han Solo money. So I don't blame him. He had a big twenty nine. He had a big twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen. So I'm cool with Donald taking some time, but. Hopefully we get that back soon. And low-key, you know what show I really want back is Master of None season two. I mean season three. Cause like I, I know think I, they're, as, they're, didn't they do a season three? No, they did season two. Cause okay. it was the it was the Italy season and then Aziz has that he had his the shit, the me too shit happen. And then then yeah, we haven't heard then about comedy Master. special. Yeah. So hopefully we get Master of None season three, because I really love that show. The Italy season had me in tears. Yeah, it was a it was a really good show. <laughs> like I love that fucking show, man. I'm loving comedies right now more so. I think I'm loving comedies more so than these action event shows. Ooh, 
At the moment, yes. At, at the moment, like right now, because like I'll be I, my my tune will change when the boys drops, you know. <laughs> when, I mean, when our, Hunters when our, was really the only drama we had. Yeah, and Hunters was really good. Like I enjoyed yeah, Hunters. It. Was really good. I mean, are you ready to talk about that? Yeah, we can. Did you like the ending? Uh, it kind of threw me for a loop. But I didn't see it coming. I I didn't. See, all right, well, we're spoiling because we did the non-spoiler last week, but yeah, I didn't expect to see Hitler be alive. I get. Oh, I I did expect that. That I expected. It, oh, you didn't, I, you didn't. Expect I didn't. I didn't expect evil? Meyer Offman to be the wolf. That. Oh that, yeah, no. What? That was like what blew my like, mind. Yeah, I thought I thought he was gonna die. Oh yeah. Like I was I was ready for Mike. I thought I thought the British lady being like the double agent was gonna kill him. Yeah, some something like that, and I. For the whole time, they made you think that she was a double agent, but at the end of the day, she really wasn't. Yeah, exactly. I don't really know what her deal is. Like, is the, the nun group that she was with like secretly like super spies? I guess. Like, well, no, she was part of M six. She was part of MI six. Yeah, I know she's part of MI six, but she was in the convent. And like, who's the chick that she's talking to? That's On the, phone? the scientist. Yeah, true. I don't know. Oof. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with Jonah now that like we know Myers the wolf. Yeah. Like, what, what do you think is going to happen in season two? Well, I think it's going to be a lot of uh, Russia stuff. Mm, true, 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 true. Do you, do, who do you, you think is going to come back from the gang? Uh, the people who are in the room uh, would be Harriet and um, Jonah and uh, Ted Mosby and the, uh, the black girl. Mm. I don't remember her name. Roxy. They're going to have to get a new they're going to have to get a new guy like the Asian guy. Yeah, I mean, he's still alive. I don't know why the heck they took him in to Argentina. I don't know what purpose that served. Oh, well, I mean, she, I mean, maybe he's doing research because that's where Hitler and fucking... No, he, they, they, like, the, the Nazis took him down there. He's sitting with Hitler. Oh, yeah, you know, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're he's right. a prisoner or yeah. captured or whatever. I, I'm, like, waiting for... I was waiting for Hitler to shoot him in the head or something. Damn, shit's gonna be crazy. Yo, yeah, you know, you... Uh, you you have me thinking because I finished this like a a, a couple days like a couple days before you did and I like, finished it today. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, no, I finished it way before you did. And my and I forgot that Meyer was the wolf, bro. Like that shit, um, uh, that shit blew my mind. It blew my mind because like the whole time you're thinking like, okay, this like this dude, like this is the guy we've been talking about the whole time, and now we're like we never even met Meyer Offerman. Yeah, I wonder if he's gonna come in season two. I don't know. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's yeah. Maybe he is. It's good. Yo, I'm I'm interested to see. It. And then how does Jonah move now that like the funds are kind of cut? <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. Like, uh, but like, isn't the idea that they might team up with the FBI chick who's gonna get funded by that Jewish congresswoman? Mm, that is true. That is true. And how? But then how are they gonna like kill people because they're with the FBI? Maybe they won't. Yeah, maybe they'll just like. Try to foil the plot. Do some Batman shit. Yeah, true, 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 true. We'll see. But I look, I liked Hunters a lot. Did you end up did you end up enjoying it? Because last week you, you only watched like a couple episodes and then I you, I was like, you just gotta get through it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I mean I thought it was really good. I think it got better as it went. Definitely um, did. Did you I like did a really good job of leaving some cliffhangers? I really think that the Huntsville stuff was what grabbed me the most. Mm. Because I knew all of that. Like, that was the thing. Like, this movie was trying to reveal a whole bunch of things, but I was like, oh, dude, like, this is, I've known about this for a long time. Like, I've known that 
Huntsville was just populated with a whole bunch of German scientists because, like, that was where NASA was. Like, that's been like known for a very long time. Like, what? Yeah. I mean, like, I think it, I, I think it's crazy, and I love that some of those little cutscenes for stuff that they did throughout the the thing. You know, showing the history. It, that's what I fucked with. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and, when they made it, when they tied it to make to like real shit, like. Oh man, that it, it breaks my heart. Like every time you would see a concentration camp, my heart would be broken. Yeah, man, it's it's rough. I mean, the stuff with him and the wolf, with like the shooting the dudes, like that was wild. Yeah. Um, did you the, like? Did you like? Them, um, yeah. Uh, what Lonnie Flash? Yeah. <laughs> Lonnie Flash. <laughs> Lonnie Flash. I, I mean, I think the the characters that I was really into the most and like was the most heartbreaking for me was uh the the couple yeah oh damn i love them like um they were they were really hard their story was really heartbreaking and at the end of the day when you find out that meyer and all that shit wasn't real like they were the they're the people that i felt the most sorry for the most because like they trusted this guy and thought that he was one of them you know and like I know that they don't really touch on that in that, but like I, when when the whole reveal happened, I didn't feel as sorry for Jonah as I did for them, because like those are the people who have been like who have suffered through so much, and then like for years building this relationship with a guy who was a fraud. I'm just like boom, but like I hope they touch it, on that in season two. I hope they do. Um, you know, though the his scene in the subway. Uh, I guess his name was Murray. No, is it Murray? I think so. Who are you talking about? The uh, the guy and the couple. Oh yeah, his name is Murray. Murray, yeah. And his scene in the the subway was really great. Um, you know, kind of Jonah's wrestling with uh, the dark side and the light. You know, very Star Wars esque in that way. Um, and I love the parallels that it took with comic books and Star Wars and stuff like that um, through the storytelling. I mean, I thought the the show was really interesting and well put together. So I'd be interested to see what they do further from there. No, I'm I'm with you. I loved it. And I, what Al Pacino's role could be in the future? You think he's gonna be in the show? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if Al Pacino's gonna be back. I don't remember. Did they kill him? They didn't kill him. Oh yeah, he might. Well, he might have to be back. But I hope they get like another big name actor to be like the lead of the group now. Yeah. Like so- a- uh, well, I was really surprised that they showed Hitler's face because I yeah. thought that you could ma- wait on that reveal and then get someone like bigger to play Hitler. But I mean, I guess it's like we're going to get someone that's believable. Sure, whatever. We'll see. Whatever they want to do with it. But I mean, I was not in the slightest surprise uh, that Hitler was alive in Argentina because I mean, that's just another rumor. And I feel like that does that does well for the story if Hitler's still alive in Argentina. Yeah, it, it gives them uh, more stuff to do in season two. But I think another thing that really drew me into the series was the Nazis themselves and like how they were as villains, the plotting. Like before Jonah figured it out, like I definitely figured it out. I was like, oh well, obviously the subway one was a diversion for the for the power plant and the power and putting out the power. I was like. I was like, that was diabolical and genius. Like, these people are crazy. The fact that they were going to extinguish the population by using corn syrup. Yeah, that's that's something Evil as hell. And it would have got them, too. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, that's so wild. 
Yeah, no, that this show is great, man. Like, a- Amazon's doing an amazing job. I think one of my favorite characters in this show, funny enough, was the Nazi, was the American Nazi. Oh, dude, you mean um, American Psycho? <laughs> yeah, the, assass- the assassin. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, did he not remind you of uh, Christian Bale in American Psycho? Oh, I'll, I'll, definitely. Just from the way he was talking and and doing things, and singing, and yeah, he was he was a wild boy. Explain how he would explain things, and then, and then like, when he scenes at the end, k- killing killing Jonah's friend, which I was just like, oh damn, that's how they're pulling him in. He just got out, and they're bringing him back in. Yeah, they had to, and then. Um... I'm really interested to see how his his arc would continue because he's still alive, but he was talking about how he wants to build an army of prisoners in jail. So like maybe that's gonna have something to do. Maybe he'll that'll be his connection to the Nazis doing the jail shit, which would be a really interesting angle to play. Yeah, like, it would be talking about uh, Nazis in the prisons. Yeah, no, and then because that's the thing that that is like happening. It's real. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who knows, man? But like Jesus, and then the fact that Hitler has f- four identical children, and like just ooh, and then, see, I didn't know that the the lady, the colonel, was gonna be Eva. Did you Did you see that coming? No. Yeah, I didn't see that coming either. I I just thought she was just like some new leader of the Nazi stuff. Yeah, kind of like that lady that they may have mistakenly killed in the South. Yeah, yeah. Oof. But this show is great, man. I was a big fan of it. Yeah, I thought it was a really, really fun show. Uh, I just had a lot of fun spending like four hours a day watching half of it. It was like a big movie. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh, it was so- It was something that you had to binge too because they left you really strong cliffhangers. They did, and they, there's a lot of stuff that, they, that we need answered. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so. Like I remember specifically one of the episodes is when like Meyer or the wolf or whatever, you know, f- uh, goes into the water. With the colonel, and I was like, "Oh, she's for sure dead." Yeah, shoosh. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see something. Uh, I'm, I'm reading some real quick of that these people were talking about for Cena season two. Yeah, season two. So, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't, think, I, I don't think Pacino's coming back. Probably not. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I'm trying to see. Did we? Uh. Wait, did Jonah kill Pacino? I think he did. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. Yeah, he definitely did. And then, yeah, yeah, and then you're uh, the Mindy. Oh, he definitely did. Yeah, I know he did now. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, he de- I was, I was, I was just like making. Sh- he de- Yeah, he definitely did. And the old lady from the couple won't be back in season two. No, she went away. Yeah, but that I, I, I hope we see the husband deal with it. But that's what you were talking about. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I don't know if we'll ever get to see it addressed for real, but I mean, like that's that's like really rough. Like, just to be deceived like that is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And yeah, and then that's something the uh, the eight the English lady when I that's what I was reading about her interview. She was like, "We still have to see with her journey because it was she working with the hunters or was she not? Who was she talking to? That's what you're saying." Yeah, who was she talking to? And like. Um, maybe she knew about it all along. I don't know. Maybe it's gonna be interesting, but I'm excited, man. Hunter season two, dope. But next, next on the agenda for me is I need the boy season two like tomorrow. <laughs> like I'm the ready. Boys. I'm ready to get back into that world. Like what's up with Carl Urban and uh in uh Jack Quaid? 
yeah, J- J- uh, Dennis Quaid's son. What's going on over there? Like, I'm ready to see. And what's up with Homelander and his son? Like, what's going on with those guys? And but they said I saw a, a story came out, and there was no need to put this in the notes. But they said Black Noir is going to have a big season this season. Well, they got to do something with him because they barely did anything with him in the first season. Yeah, they said they're going to focus on him a lot in this season. All right, sounds interesting. I'm ready for what Starlight was her name. Yeah, we'll see what's up with her. Like, is she gonna be bought in by the heroes? Well, she is. Oh yeah, cause she don't fuck yeah. with she don't fuck with uh Jack Quaid no more. No. Ooh, geez, I wonder. But she's she, she there's no way she's gonna keep seeing all of this bad shit they're doing and just get along with it. I don't know. Maybe she's gonna try and like change it from the inside. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. We're gonna see what up with some of those starlight. But should be that's all I got on this week. This week, man. I'm just I'm big on Dave, man. Dave is like, big on Dave. I'm big on um, Dave, bro. Shit's fire. Well, remind the people about what's oh, going wait, on let me, this weekend. And let uh, me tell, uh, let me t- let me tell the people. Did I ever mention about Duncanville? That new. Uh, you watch Duncanville? Yeah, I like it. You like it? I like. Do you not? Wait, you don't like it, huh? I've seen the first episode. It was so, all right. I li- I like it with Amy Poehler, Wiz Khalifa as the teacher. Like yeah, I'm Wiz Khalifa. Like I, I'm I'm waiting for the new episode to drop on Hulu, episode four. Like I'm. I'm I'm loving Duncanville. Well, that's good, man. Like, uh, definitely, they're trying to figure out what they want to do with Fox's animation in two hours because eventually, if it's The Simpsons, a family guy, I need to end. Yeah, and this is a show that could possibly, and I don't know how long Bob's Burgers is gonna last either. But like, I mean, I still feel like it's fresh. They're about to make a movie, maybe, hopefully, probably not. If and, Bob's uh, if Bob's Burgers, I know what they need to do. They need to put Tina in high school. Like, that's what that, honestly, we need to just, uh, in like two years, three years, like elevate everybody's age. Like, Gina's in eighth grade, Louise is in sixth, and Tina's like a freshman or a sophomore. No, more, probably even older than that, maybe. Uh, Junior? Like, uh, maybe I'd say like junior, sophomore, like about to get drive, stuff like that. Yeah, like we, we gotta see Tina doing some, some, some rebellious teen shit. And Louise starting to uh go, figure out she's like a a, a teenage girl because like they started yeah. that when she like was holding regular size Rudy's hand a couple episodes ago and she was like ooh I don't know I don't I'm not a I don't feel like I'm like Tina but she was like I don't know I'll hold his hand so like I want to see these kids grow up and see like the stories they have to get to but if they keep them at that age I don't know how much more they can do that's my thing like it just depends like I agree with you there's more room to grow because it is fresh and I love that show Bob's Burgers is probably my favorite animated show out right now even more so than Rick and Morty but I don't know how long you can keep everybody at the same age yeah I mean I think that'd be an interesting take to it I wish some animated shows would adapt to that but I mean Tina Tina is older now than she was when she first started because wasn't she in sixth grade when the show first started and now she's in eighth? I don't know. I she definitely has grown. I don't I don't know. I need to I need to do some research on that, but I'm pretty sure she's 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 moved up a grade. At least one. She might have been in seventh and now she's in eighth. Something like that. I feel like there's been some kind of gradual growth. Incre- increase or growth, yeah. Because like I feel like they've done like because they go through different years, obviously. Like they have different Halloweens. In different like Christmases, different yeah. Christmases. So, I mean, like, I'm sure that there's been some, like, advance. I'm not sure. Let me see. I'm, like, I'm I'm doing a lot of Googling. I right mean, now. I think that's, you know, something for another day. Yeah, that, oh, no, for sure. I'm just, 
Yeah, no, we can we can talk about this later. But all right, yeah, that's all I got this week, Shuby. Yeah, let's go ahead and remind everyone what's going on this weekend and where they can find everything going on with the network. All right, yeah, be sure to check us out this weekend. We'll give you all the full like when the panel is and stuff, like what time and everything later this week once we get uh, the email from the panel guys and he gives everybody out their times. But we'll get that to you. But you guys will be in Louisiana Comic Con on the 14th and the 15th. Anime Talk and Bros Who Binge. Bros Who Binge, I believe, is on the 14th and Anime Talk is on the 15th. But we'll let you guys know. Uh, I should know by tomorrow by the time you guys are hearing this. So I'll, I'll tweet it out for you guys. But... Yeah, super excited. You can guys can check us out this weekend at Louisiana Comic Con. It's going to be a good time. Uh, the vlog for uh, Anime Talk, me and Chris are going to Mississippi Anime Fest, will be out at some point tomorrow or Tuesday. And then as well as the Bros Think podcast will be out on Thursday. So, yeah, man, got a lot of good stuff you can look for. Follow Bros Think at Bros Think on Twitter. Follow me at LimBWT. But that's all I got this week. All right. Well, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at issuer 14 you know, be on the lookout for all the information for the panel this weekend. We're really excited about it, and hopefully we can get some people in the room and have some good conversation. Um, but that's everything for this episode of the Bros Who Binge podcast. Be sure to look out for everything going on in the network and to go back and listen to some of the old episodes and reviews. For Lennon Burton, I'm Adam Schubert. Everyone out there, have a great week, and as always, keep binging. Keep binging.